Hi everyone, welcome to the. You guys are dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. I can't sit still yeah, for longer than 15 seconds. Dancing to the music in my head. We are actually doing the very first MV podcast, and we are joined with four beautiful ladies. I'm your host, Bunty King, and this is my host, Trana. Yeah. Hey everybody. Hey. In front of me, we have Alex. Then we have Reagan over there, and we have Val and uh, Lena. And so, hi. How's it going, guys? How are you guys like Montreal? Oh Love my it. god. It's yeah. beautiful. It's good yeah. stuff. Where is each of you from originally? Uh, well, for the last 20 years I've been in Arizona, but I'm from Kentucky. I am from Nebraska, and this year I just moved to Las Vegas. I'm from everywhere. <laughs> uh, I've lived in Florida, and Kentucky, and Louisiana, and Mexico, and California, and Bolivia, everywhere. Wow. Man. Like, where'd you grow up, though? Uh, I spent most of it in Kentucky and a little bit in Georgia. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love Georgia. I love Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Atlanta's love Atlanta. It's got the best food. But Savannah is better. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to take your you, word for it. Like, sure. they take them down on, like, like, it's food, but it's also, like, this cute little downtown. And, like, it's, like, a small town version of Atlanta. Nice. Yeah. Alex? Uh, born and raised in Plattsburgh, New York, nice. which is an hour south of here. It's a little teeny tiny farm town that, like, nothing happens. It's there. actually a shopping town. What do we well, do we think? for we'll Canadians, yeah, for totally. sure. <laughs> I worked in retail in Plattsburgh for a long time, and we did not like you guys. But <laughs> looking back as an adult, I mean, you you, you know, you come and you're just like, what do I do? You like you didn't yeah, we bring money. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, well, what as a, a teenager, I'm like, Canadians, but now I'm just like, yeah, I get it. But um, yeah, anyway, so I lived in New York City area for a few years, and now I live in LA. So. Cool. That's amazing. Well, we're so happy to be talking to you today. And Alex, you just mentioned you worked many years in retail. Mm -hmm. How did you each find your way into this industry? So I'm going to make this is a pretty long story, but I'll cut it short. So I uh, did the whole like go to college. I got my bachelor's in TV broadcasting. I was like, I want to be on the news. And then I was like, I don't want to be on the news anymore. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had always wanted to do uh, Playboy. I wanted to be like a Playboy bunny since I was a teenager. But like where, you know, where I'm from, like if you talk about that, you get laughed at. So I just like kind of brush it off. That's and then, annoying. yeah, totally annoying. So then I saw like a documentary documentary on porn one day and I was just like really intrigued by the the allure, like the beauty and like the, it seemed really glamorous and like sexual, like, but I, you know, I wasn't like how do I say this? Like, it just, it just really intrigued me. I was like, I've always been one to just not care what people think right. of me and do what I want to do. So I was like, I want to do porn. So the best way to live. when I was a teenager, yeah, I decided that. And then I ended up graduating college, moved down to New York city area, um, ended up getting a job in PR marketing, got my MBA. So I was like taking the safe route, but I hated it. And then I got laid off, got into webcamming. A friend like referred me to webcamming and I went on and I was like, sold. I was like, oh my God, how did I never know about this? I made more in a day than I did in a week at my desk job. And That's I was amazing. like, why am I still like working this job I hate? So I quit, started webcaming full time, did that for like two years. And then um, I turned 25 and I was like, all right, I'm living this life. I don't want to be living. Like I might as well just go do porn. Like I'm, I'm already webcaming. My face is out there. I just want to do this. So I dropped everything in New York and like moved to LA and like restarted my life. And now we're here. So, I love yeah. that. Before we go on, I just wanted to actually mention to the audience, if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to go ahead and ask them. we got people in the back. We're going to be going ahead and taking down some of the best ones, and we will answer them at around 830. Cool. cool. Awesome. So how about you, Anna? Sorry, I just have to – I have to be – yes. Yes. I got your back. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the worst at that. I'm the worst at names. Like, just, just, it's I'm fine. that guy. I'm that guy. It's totally fine. If you heard me trying to pronounce, like, the French signs here, like, you would not feel any guilt about mispronouncing my name. Okay. It's, it's horrible. It's really awful. I just What's the apologize. hardest word that you have to pronounce in French so far? Anything that has an R. Anything like, an R? anything that has an R, I'm just like, nope. I'm just like I just point. I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna save us both this embarrassment. Like I I just feel like the need to like apologize everywhere I go. I feel like they gotta be used to it in here though. Yeah. yeah. Apologizing everywhere. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. Like I I don't know. I, 
on one side I'm Indian and on the other side I'm Irish. So like technically oh, I should be like a screamer. Nice. And and no, I just go everywhere apologizing. Like that's just That's very Canadian. Yeah. yeah. I feel I feel at home here. Oh, yeah, we die if we don't apologize. Oh yeah. That's the thing. It's really a thing. Yeah, no, that's I feel I feel like I'm with my people. I really do. But anyway, so as to how I got into porn, uh in a word debt. Uh, but I'm totally yeah. kidding, actually. My, I've been thinking of doing the same. So yeah, it's totally comfy. Do you think I could cut it up in porn? Yeah, can be sure, a huh? flesh peddler. It'll, be, it'll well, be super great. I think you but should that's stand like up my, and show my gamer us. tag on Xbox is the flesh peddler. Nice. It just has like a oh slightly different, a slightly different connotation. Wow. On each side. Um, but no, so I was working in Guatemala and El Salvador, and I had no money for my uh, for my startup that I was doing. So I started webcamming from my hotel rooms to like get capital in order to be able to pay my workers. And when that business kind of came to its natural end, I was I found myself really happy doing webcamming. So doing porn and making clips just came as a natural extension of building my brand. Nice. That's so cool. Okay. That's really cool. And you, Val? Um, so I'll keep mine short too. Uh, I did uh, mainstream, like not really mainstream, mainstream, but I did like low key modeling sort of in my hometown for like smaller companies there. And um, my friend saw this thing online where it was like they needed girls, so she spit out my name. Didn't even know it was porn, and then uh, and then I just never said no. So right. that's pretty much how I got started with my friend, and she's like, "I am so sorry," and I'm like, "No, it's all good." Yeah, it's so chill. I know. I know. It's like, all right, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. she looks at me now, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I started this. Is that how she feels? Yeah. Like this is all me. Right. I made this. Right. She's like, if you didn't answer to this, like, what would our lives be like right. now? That's sort crazy. of thing. So we're like, I don't know. But like, wow. to be clear, you said yes at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I just said, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like make sure. That's I'm what like, I said. I didn't that. say no at all. I just yeah. kept going. And I was like, all right. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Wow. I, many years ago, I was a financial mortgage banking headhunter. And after many years of that, I just got tired of selling people that really didn't want to be sold. So I went into appraisal work and started doing reports right as the market tanked in 2011. And I had a friend that was camming. I was like, well, heck, if she can do it, I can do it. So I started camming and, and all my fans and so forth. I was like, one year, I'm just in this one year. When it bounces back, I'm done. And six years later, here I am. <laughs> wow, we're all camming. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's really, really cool because, I mean, I love hearing about this because anytime people, like, see girls that are just camming, they just see girls that are just camming. They don't see the history in the past. And you're talking about a startup, you know, you're talking about all the stuff that you've done at school. Um, you, you just you're talking about how you're chilling. I'm just Life's like, chill for you. yeah, just, just like, happens. Love it. And, then, and then you being a headhunter is so cool. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's, like, awesome. It's really awesome. Right. And when it comes to the work that you do for many vids, obviously that's work that you have complete control over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what's your favorite kind of content to create for many vids since you are the ones that get to decide all of it? To create for many vids, like I have a lot of, I mean, obviously many vids is my favorite, but I'm on a lot of different clip stores, but for real, I wouldn't be here if many vids weren't my favorite. Anyways, I, I really like the realistic stuff. So like, I'll literally go in the bedroom with like my guy and be like, here, hold the camera and like, let's bang. And like, we just go at it. And then I'm like, this is so cool. Like people want to watch it. And like yeah. that, I love that. Like I get off on that, you know? Right. So like, it's my thing that, and I really like the fetish stuff, not only because it like lets me like explore myself sexually like in ways I never would have imagined even like existed like there's a fetish for everything it lets me be creative and again it's one of those things where it's like I know that like whoever's buying this is is genuinely like into it and I'm helping them like you know like if they're if their fetish is like you know it's it's hard for people to talk about that right. so I'm like giving them an outlet and like that's cool to me I like that yeah and like how how often do you guys like engage your audience in terms of I mean, obviously, I know you daily. On like, sorry, media. that's a that's a silly question. I'm a guy on social media. I engage them all the time. I, I what I'm trying to say is like, uh, like how often do you like on uh, specifically on many vids? Many vids like have this uh, option for you to kind of connect with them that way. 
Kind of. I mean, like we like. I mean, since we've been staying here, I've been like posting pics from the loft and like tucking many vids, and nice. so in that way, yes. Um, but many vids has definitely um, created like a community around everyone who visits the website, and like I was telling a couple of people who actually work for them here that. I joined ManyVids for the first time in 2014. I was just a cam girl, like in New York, like I wasn't important. And it's crazy to see the growth that they've had in the past few years. Like they have exploded. Like <laughs> when I joined the site, I was like, oh, what's this site? I mean, it's like just new and no one's on here or whatever. I'll join it for like a few extra bucks a month. And right. now it's just like right. taking over. Amazing. That's cool. And mm-hmm. I, when I found out I was in Montreal, I was like, "Wait a minute, this is in Montreal?" Because I'd already had like M- MV stars following me, and I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait a minute, they're here!" I was like, "That's sick. Is Montreal's the best? You have all yeah. the good stuff. We love yeah. it." Yeah, we're like porn, we're like the porn ca- one of the porn capitals of the you world. Are, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So and Reagan, what's your sort of approach to your brand and the way that you mm-hmm. share that on many vids and what you want to try to create for yourself and your fans? Uh, well, just like Alex, I started with Minivids when I was just camming prior to porn. Um, my, the things that sell the most for me are going to be that, that taboo role, that uh, stepmom, uh, POV, my son, <laughs> or son looking at me. That's and that's just kind really of my now. role. People that, love that. And, you know, no, when I so. did the first few videos, it was very difficult to get that out, like, Hey, son, or right. listen to hi, mommy. It was very difficult, yeah. but now it's like it's nothing. I, I can say it in my sleep. But does, it, does it turn you on, or is it something like a character approach for you? <laughs> That's a hard question. That's a hard question. Sex really turns me on. Right. That's a good answer. That was so diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I love it. Right. And Lena, what about you? How do you envision sort of your brand and what you're putting out there in terms of content? Just like... The only area in my life that I'm super type A on is production. That's the only thing. The rest of my life, I'm just this happy laid back stoner. But whenever it comes to my production, I go bananas. Like I do like two part episodes with storylines and like I bring in porn stars and I do this kind of thing and that kind of thing. And I try and make the sex as intimate and normal as possible insofar as like it's just about a connection and then all the things around it as beautiful right. as, it, as it can be. And you work a lot with your husband. Yeah. He's I really do. hot. Oh my God. <laughs> so is that like an added hey element girl. to everything that you do? Like that intimacy, bringing your relationship into sort of this world? It's a labor of love for right. sure. I mean, I got started with my husband in the beginning, like when we were doing all of this, like I was a cam girl, like chilling in my house in New Orleans and making these these fun pornos with him, like in like the honeymoon phase. Like I was basically like I look back on a lot of the videos that we made now and I'm like, oh, my God, like you can just see, like you can just see how disgustingly in love we are. Like you can just like it's that phase, like toothpaste caps haven't been left right. off yet. It's really I'm, I'm super fortunate actually to be a performer because I have this sort of like living diary of the people in my life who I love and that I get to be physical with. I love that. That's amazing. That's really interesting. And Val? So uh, my profile is a little different. I am a girl, girl performer only. So a lot of my stuff is solo or if I get my friends over or something and uh, they happen to be porn stars right. and everything else. Um, I do try to do um, just really amateur like i was saying so just you can see me like turning on the camera and doing everything i like being uh doing the girlfriend experience for the guys right. so that's, that's my cool. favorite thing that's so cute i love, I love <laughs> it too and arm you mentioned you know when you get a friend that comes over and they happen to be a porn star too for each of you are a lot of your friends fellow porn stars is that sort of like does it kind of take over your life or do you have you know a personal life sort of outside of that it feels like it's kind of yeah, how does that work? Kind of takes yeah. over. It's sort of and like, both, you, I would say. Definitely or both. Something like that. Is that. I okay. I literally, I have a cough at the moment, um, and I literally went to the pharmacy down the like two hours ago, oh. and three guys were like, "Hey!" Like as I'm like coughing up a lung and like looking through the uh, different like prescriptions, and they're like, "Hey!" Like firstly, they were like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like wrong with me. I'm not, <laughs> not like doing anything, bro. Crazy. Like I'm fine. Are you okay? And, and, I was, like, okay. and they were like, hey, um, we know who you are and we were wondering if we could get a picture with you. And I'm like, my mascara is running because I'm like coughing so much. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> it's fine. 
they're like, can we, I'm like at your own risk. Of course. I'm like, I'm going to cough on you or something. And they're like, can we pick you up? I'm like in the middle of a front. No, you can't like. (laughs) Lift me up. What are you talking oh, about? Okay, like, 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 like literally, as in, like, they wanted to like hold me okay, in this yeah, photo. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not like, a, yeah, pick me up if you can carry me home. <laughs> I'm not a puppy. <laughs> like, what are you talking you about? Like, that is an odd request. It was so weird. <laughs> I get that a lot. Weird. They totally get weird. That's mm-hmm. super weird. I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, some were nice. Like, they were nice, so I didn't mind it. Like, I, I'm fine saying no and whatever. Right. But it was just like, it's it does take over your life. Like, once there's like, there's like my BP, like before porn, and like AP, like after porn life, right. for sure. So, what do you guys do to like disconnect? What do you guys do to like completely like just, just, just cleanse yourself of your professional life? Well, I was going to say that, like, for me, I, I'm like half and half. Because, like, not even. I'm, like, three quarters normal, quote-unquote, normal life and, like, a quarter, like, porn. Like, I, I'm business-oriented. I go to work. I come home. Like, I find a lot of people in my industry, like, you guys are really dope. A lot of people just live in their bubble and mm-hmm. they just, like, I don't know. I, I like to stay out of that and, like, to live a normal life. So I'm I'm grounded. I'm always grounded. You know, a lot of my best friends, like, my best friend is, like, in HR in New York City. And the other one's, like, a school teacher in Florida. So, like, I stay chill, you know. Um for me to like unwind and just like do my own thing. I'm, I'm really big into like raving. I'm into like music festivals and like okay. DJ culture and all that, yeah. sh- all that stuff. So like I'll go out and like, just like enjoy really good music and make my own music and mix and whatever. And that's my thing. So like that helps me like unplug. And like, again, like since I'm friends with like quote unquote normal people, like that helps me stay grounded, which is super important to me. Yeah, no, right. I think it is. Yeah, yeah definitely. And Val, how about you? That distinction between porn life yeah, and personal yeah. life. My thing is, is I love animals. So back home, I would take my dog to the lake all the time. And since I just moved to Vegas, I go out to Lake Mead and I take him with me. I have a Labradoodle. Oh, and uh, so we, I, I go uh, paddle boarding out there. And so he just sort of swims next to me. And I, so it's cute. beautiful because we have the mountains out there. Like in Nebraska, it was just like mud like in the lake you know right but uh vegas is really pretty lake mead's really pretty so going out there is sort of like a breather and unwinding out there it's cool, cool. awesome and reagan um well I, i'm a little different Nothing's i guess it's too cheesy by the way <laughs> yeah all right well um <laughs> i i travel so much and i i have a have a kiddo at home and animals so when i go home internet will not see me for at least a couple of days and i'm either out back or I'm letting cats lay on me or dogs and, and I'm doing laundry and cleaning house and just making sure that my kid is well. And that, that's what I need. That's awesome. Good mom. (laughs) Oh, uh, I would, I would echo a lot of Reagan sentiments. I have my, I have my fur babies and I have, um, I'm helping to raise someone Mm. else's kid. And so like I have that whole side of my life, but generally speaking, like my way to unplug is like, I, turn on twitch and like i stream on twitch i do like i try and like do work that's outside of porn just to like keep my resume like still robust What's twitch oh t- oh it's <laughs> like uh um, okay thank you it's yeah. like game streaming like how many followers I, you have on twitch like not uh like 2000 oh cool yeah something yeah. like 2000 or 10,000 i don't know i don't keep I just, tra- I it's like just a it's like just a pleasure yeah. thing for me because yeah, I, sure. I like I'm like wood level five in like in League of Legends, but like I I just like I like to play video games and like be a part of gamer culture and just have like I read it, but like I don't do oh, it as like a yeah. yeah. Is that a specific Reddit. game then? Is Twitch or oh, no? Is Twitch is like a games. is like a game streaming thing. It's like it's like YouTube or things okay. like that. Yeah, but Twitch no. is like my free cams except don't get naked. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you never take your clothes off. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, like, okay. I like doing work with like my clothes on occasionally right. not i nice. love the work nice. that i do with my clothes off yeah. but like i love like just being at home like with my like cup yeah, of tea and, like awesome. editing awesome. videos yeah. and like whatever what everyone loves yeah but one of the cool things about the work that you get to do with many vids getting back to that fan interaction is that i'm right. sure each of you gets a ton of requests mm-hmm. for custom yeah. videos yeah. Mm-hmm. which i think like is always like a fun thing to talk about that people are so curious about so for each of you what is the yeah. weirdest yeah or yeah, the weirdest. we talked about, about this today yeah. i'm sure but we want to know yeah. so what's, yeah. what's the weirdest okay so my weirdest custom request i didn't do it was um <laughs> 
oh my God, it was a transformation, which I'm familiar with the fetish, but it was too intricate for me. He wanted like some, someone to step in and dress as a, <laughs> so absurd so but whatever dude you know what it's your thing it's yeah. your thing i totally respect yeah, that no obviously no judgment. Fuck no judgment so um he's like i want you to be sitting there and being your normal self and some guy steps in dresses a wizard and casts a spell <laughs> and then i'm like i like go like oh my god what's happening and then i transform and i have like all of a sudden like long nails and like I'm like a, it's cool. It's called like what's called a bimbo transformation. Okay. You'd get like, I don't know, you turn into like a bleach ball and right, like right. dark smoky makeup lipstick. And then he's like, and then I want a different guy to step in and you turn him into a chicken and then you turn in him into like a donkey. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that's what I said. And she I'm said like, amazing. <laughs> I read it and I was laughing so hard, but I was also like, for editing purposes and shooting, yeah, like, I can't so do this way. unless I, I charge him a lot. I will, no, I tell him to call me. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I want to call you. This. Yes, like, I want to. If you're out there, this dude, like, I want to do this. It was this. crazy. Like, call me. <laughs> I was. It was just. It's funny. It's just funny to me. Like all of this, I just laugh I know, and so. Effects. But the one that. <laughs> what are you, Final Cut Pro? Yeah, <laughs> girl. Pro? Yeah, me oh too. my god. Okay, so but the one I think the craziest one I've done. I, I don't know. Um. <sighs> God. Well, that was a good answer. Oh, you know what? The craziest, the craziest <laughs> no, one I've done. I mean, there's just like a lot of like, um, I think we we're talking about this too. It's like I wore, it was very intricate again. It was like a JOI, which is like jerk off instruction. And so you tell a guy how to jerk off, except for the, the twist was that I'm wearing pantyhose. Also, it's for the pantyhose fetishes, right. but to dig deep, deeper into a different niche, it was me wearing pantyhose, giving jerk off instructions while encouraging the guy to get me pregnant. Because that's also a thing. Right. So I did that. So I, I'm cool with that. But that was a big seller too. <laughs> yeah. uh, for ones that I've done, I would say that uh, – so the guy, he leads with that he wants me to be all, like, decked out like a cheetah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I need to look like a cheetah. Like, like cheetah print makeup, cheetah print bras, whatever. And then I need to buy rotisserie chicken, like the ones you have from, like, right. Publix or any supermarket. Like, and – so like I'm supposed to crawl on all fours towards the rotisserie chicken and then I like take the rotisserie chicken like into my mouth <laughs> and I just like just like tear it apart. But this was the important part. He stressed this okay. repeatedly was that he had to audibly hear the bones crunching. Oh, so like good. I had to That's get a, a guy one. with like a boom mic <laughs> to like animal. Hold it <laughs> over there. Uh, okay, and then and then after I'd slathered all the chicken grease yeah. like all over my titties and stuff like <laughs> I <laughs> And like ate some of the chicken. I was like supposed to take a dildo and then bite the dildo in the same fashion that I was like, like, like trying to like tear the dildo apart. Obviously, I didn't succeed, right. but like that was his thing. And then it was great too because like I had dinner and work accomplished. That right. was I, awesome. Amazing. I love when you can do that. Yeah, multitasking is great. It's amazing. Especially yeah. in your profession, it's like probably the most unique experience ever because you get to do food and. Food is actually like among like cam and like the am the sort of like pro am side that many vids represents. Like I get a lot of food requests. In mm. fact, I was at a fan convention yeah. right before here with these girls and um, like, like chicken. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, like pasta. Uh, but no, like I, I had a fan. I actually cake. cake. Have you guys seen cake? Parts? I fucked yes. a cake <laughs> <laughs> for my birthday. What? For my birthday, I, I made a special cake. I like looked up a recipe for like diabetes, so like no sugar, because like you can't put sugar in your right. your batch. Like it's not a good yeah. idea. Okay. So like I made a special cake for my birthday show, and I at the end of my to of like all of my goals, I like just like slathered the cake all over me and like wrote it and stuff yes. like did some cake sitting and then I like and then I like you know like got off with a Hitachi and that was like the end of my show but I was packing up to leave I was packing up to leave for this trip and I found fucking blue icing on my door as oh I, was my God. I was like I cleaned for hours. I, there's, I'm there's always going to be blue icing for like at least another six months. Yeah, like when <laughs> the house is sold, finding. like when the house is sold, like people are going to like 10 years later be like, what, what is this blue stuff? On the, on the <laughs> like, what is this? And Val, what's your weirdest, so I, most challenging request? Yeah, I did have a food one where he wanted me to like mash up cheeseburgers with my feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I did that what? one. 
That's a waste. <laughs> I know. I was just what? thinking that. Like he paid for it. He was like, go to Burger King. Did you make so like... you so you bought the cheeseburgers? Yeah, that you, you didn't make me even before. How many cheeseburgers did you have to buy? Two. Okay. Just two. All right. Uh, that wasn't. I, I just wanted to bring up a food one. But the yeah. last one I sort of did that was different was uh, he had me lift up my nose into the cam and just sat there like moving my nose into different spots oh, and like he just wanted to see that's it farther up my nose yeah completely clothed just all about the inside of my nose it's like the last frontier of holes like anal's normal now but right. but nostrils but nostrils yeah. like no, those are the final version nostrils like that's, that was the first one it was literally like last month and i was like i've never in the six years like i've never done this great when you get a request that requires so little right on your right. Part, right yeah like one time i just had to sit in this like winter coat on my bed and i live in vegas so i'm like dude it's so hot in my room right now <laughs> but he was like just five more minutes and i was like so just stay here like this and i just didn't do anything besides like, talk to him stuff. in my winter coat i would do that stuff i like got done and i'm like <gasps> I was like sweating so bad, like sweat dripping down me, and uh, I had to be done for the night. So I'm I'm kind of offended and and boring. My stuff is <laughs> my stuff is only stepmom incest mom son. The only thing I have otherwise is that someone asked me to video myself pooping <laughs> and then send him my delicious bodily treats so like, other than that God, is that you yeah before yeah. We? And, and, and he says those words and i think he's been around so yes delicious bodily treats right okay. wow. wow he wants to eat them the well speaking of mail and fedex and all of that <laughs> delivery um, I noticed that in each of your profiles, you have a P.O. Box address listed, which is very intriguing. And I really want to know what kind of stuff, because the fact that it's just there, I would imagine that people send you things just on their own without even asking you. Mm -hmm, they do. It's so like, what kind of stuff have you received? What, first of all, what's the most expensive thing you've received? That's a really good question, actually. Oh, that's a good question. Like um, the, like the most expensive, fabulous. I've received a few laptops throughout my career. That's awesome. Cool. I, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm behind the curve apparently because I actually just got my most expensive gift, like singular gift. Right. I've gotten yeah. like big orders, like where they'll send yeah. me things right. that total up to right. a lot. Like I get a bunch of dildos in the mail just like all the time. Like no one else can ever get my mail for me. It has to be me. <laughs> um, but I think like the most expensive thing is a fan just sent me um, the PAX 3, which is like a vaporizer yes. Yes. for yes. For, awesome. for MMJ. So like that was, I, I'm really happy. I just got that today. I'm like so happy. And we're all jealous. So we yeah. actually have a bet, the three rest of us, that whoever's next fan, I guess, mm -hmm. buys whoever. The other two lose and have to do something crazy on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. that's a good bet. So, it was all right. like Snapchat. Right. So yeah, they're trying to they're trying to get fans like trying on to my be level. on her level. Yeah. yeah. Right. Her level. And yeah. what about you, Alex? Um, what, have, what have you received in the PO box? So back when I was just a cam girl, actually, it was the first year I moved to LA. I started off porn doing girl girl only just to like get my feet wet. And so I was doing that, but I was camming mostly. So I was on there, and there was a guy. Um, he went to. Oh, this is this is a good story. So he went to college at a very prestigious university in the U.S. Here, he's straight from China. Uh, English was not his first language, and um, he kind of got he got a big crush on me, and I he would pay me to Skype with him every day, fully clothed, just to talk. Um, he sent me a very expensive Mac desktop wow. for my birthday, and nice. sprinkles wow. cupcakes, and also I wrote his grad school Where thesis, and he got an A plus on that so you wrote it mm -hmm. oh my God. Yeah. Like, and the, yes i did and okay. the reason why i wrote it is because he was so um english was not his first language so he was right. afraid he was going to screw up because with the you know the yeah. dialect so i wrote it for him and he got a great and i was just very proud because he got such a good grade at this very good school yeah. which i won't even name but like yeah, yeah it was dope and that's like, that's, yeah. that's cool. i just that's had to throw that in there because it was that guy right. oh my god i know i was like i still got it are you still in touch with him Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Found mine. Um, so I just got some new couches off of my oh list. Oh my god! Wow, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's <was> amazing. <laughs> yeah. So when you go to your PO box, does the person who works at the postal office know you and like? 
they're ready. Yeah. They're I, ready. I, they're I ready. think so. Yeah, yeah, they always have like so. 10 right. boxes in the back, and he's like, Phil. I get the stink eye for sure. Like, I live in a town of like 5,000 people, like deep, deep in the south, and it's like, I get like the look. They're like, You get an awful lot of packages. I'm like, You don't know the half of it. Hearing all your stories, I mean, the most I've gotten is like, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I got, I got a cookbook. Oh, no. <laughs> I want cookbooks. Well, I got, yeah, actually, the, the cookbook I got was, uh, it's a good one. It's called the Tug Kitchen, Kitchen Cookbook. It's like a vegan cookbook. Uh-huh. It's really sick. I've it's seen really it. cool. Yeah. 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 So is there, um, you all have so many videos up on your individual profiles. Is there a video for you that stands out as, the, as your favorite? Um, either because it was the most fun to make or just because it was the most successful, which is your favorite video? I have one that comes to mind. It was like my first time directing and like it was my first time that I brought in a crew and managed and I like shot a two part like episodic thing and I like learned how to do special effects to like tell the whole story via like text messages that appeared on the screen. Uh, that was amazing. I loved that. That was so cool. Um, and it was uh, with Whitney Wright and my husband. So it was like two of my favorite people. And we just got to have sex with each other yeah. for like 12 hours straight all day. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have one that I just did with uh, Vanessa Veracruz, who's also another girl, girl performer. And it's a pillow fight one. So I think that one's my favorite one because it's really girly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, mine, I think it was. Okay. So. This was last year I posted it, but I have a website separate of many vids, but my web director, Ivan, is amazing. And so he's just so creative. And we we planned this. I flew it to Vegas to shoot it. And it's a girl-girl scene. It's me. I'm a stripper at a clown strip club. So um, there's a room full of, like, really creepy clowns, and they're tipping me with, like, the, the party poppers. And it's really – it's so trippy and weird, but, like, that's what I'm about. That's right. my life, you know. So um, there's a girl clown sitting there among all the guy clowns and she sees me she's in like a creepy tutu with like slut on her forehead and she sees me and we make eye contact and then we like fuck on the stage and it's it's just so weird i love it i'm obsessed with the scene yeah (laughs) nice and reagan um i have a a a three video series called the pool guy where I seduce mm. the pool guy and um, mm. I like. Who doesn't love a good pool guy? I know. Right? I know. We're all like, like wow. Yeah. I don't think you can really screw up with that one. Yeah. No, no. And, and, and then I have when Tinder goes wrong, uh, <laughs> and that's uh, probably my number one seller. Awesome. There you go. So we got some questions for you guys, and these are from uh, some fans. And, Before uh, we get to the fan questions, okay, okay, okay. I just have one thing okay. for Val. Okay. Because I noticed this in your profile description and I was so drawn to it, Bunty, you might have noticed it too. Oh yeah, oh, um, yeah. okay, absolutely. We're gonna so, bring this up. Yes. Val, yes. you spent forty five days in jail <laughs> because oh, you were arrested for public nudity. Yeah, correct. So can you explain <laughs> that situation? Yeah. Was, was it like Orange is the Black? Is, is, is it, that it what it was? It sort of is. And I'll tell you that uh, in a second. Because everyone always asks that question, but <laughs> I uh, so when I first started and everything, I went to a high school or a Catholic high school um, before I or during high school years, you know. So we uh, once I started in the industry, I got a lot of backlash from my friends who are like pretty close friends of mine, and they're like, "You're going to hell," and blah 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 blah. So I went to my old Catholic high school and took um, like raunchy photos, sort of there at night. And then um, a month later, I got arrested for all of that. And it made worldwide news three times because it got retrialed um, because I got charged with public nudity and trespassing. And so our fight was, how can I be publicly nude when I'm trespassing on private property? So it kept getting retrialed. And uh, we ended up doing like a plea deal. And I just like gave in after like a year of retrials and uh, served. I ended up serving 30 days. But it sort of is like Orange is the New Black because it it even though you see like mugshots and stuff of like people's photo and then like their crimes, you're right. like, okay, this person and it like it labels them as like that person. And then when you're in there, you hear like the backstory and like some of them like just lost their job, so they stole food for their family right. that yeah. they had like six kids. So you hear this like separate side where you sort of like feel bad. But um, right. yeah, so it's sort of like Orange is the New Black where it like switches back and shows what they did prior. Mm-hmm before right. they went and you're right. like okay like that's why they're in there yeah um it was also just like a good experience because i was making a lot of money at 18 like since i was 18 so i uh it was just like a 
a bad vacation where I didn't have like everything and like the food was bad. And after doing like that 30 days, I was like, I can do anything. Like right. it doesn't matter. Mm. Like that's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You got something positive, which is excellent. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I it's don't regret it, man. and I'm happy yeah. that I it went. It's actually so. because the first thing I noticed, I was like, she went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That one that went to 45, like, I was like, wow, that's hilarious. Wow. Right, right. Yeah. So that's my story. Cool. So <laughs> the question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from Destiny Diaz. Uh, uh, well, who was the first person uh, you told that you started camming slash filming slash doing adult work? Uh, for me, it was my, the guy I was dating at the time, like we were, we were both like, we were in like a, not like an open relationship, but we just like hook up with other people like together. And it was like, cool, you know, we're, we were super open-minded about that. So like, he's the one, it was his friend that like he knew. And like, he told, he's the one who told me about webcaming. So I told him and he's like, oh yeah, that's like really cool. Like if I were a girl, like I would totally do that, you know? So like he helped me start up and like sell panties and stuff. Right. So like he was definitely, he was the first one. Um, I I think I'm trying to remember if it was my best friend or my mom. Um, I think it was my best girlfriend, and she was like mildly titillated, but it just wasn't a big deal at all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine was like that friend that got me sort of started. I like got out of my interview, and I was like, "Dude, they want me to take my clothes off." And then, <laughs> like, we were sort of talking about it, and then she was actually the only one like out of my friends that was like, "If that's like what you are okay with," and then like we're still friends today. So. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I had a really, I had a really close friend by the name of Rob, and uh, he was the first person that I ever brought it up to. He lives in Colorado, just a lifelong friend. And he was cool with it. Obviously. <laughs> I knew if that out of anyone, yes. if I told him, I knew he would be okay or not. And right. his comment was, "Oh, you? Oh, all right, okay, whatever right. you want to do." So, are there wow. people close to you that you have chosen not to tell, or you're pretty open about it? Yeah. I guess I'm, at this point, you kind of have to be. You have yeah, to be, but point. I mean, before I got into it, kind of later, I got into the industry at 25, but I'm glad I did because I went in with a good head on my shoulders, business-minded, you know, but I got into it and I was like, okay, you know, if I make one video, like it's going on the internet mm -hmm. forever, I have to assume that and I have to just, I have to accept the fact that everyone I know is going to know I do porn. Am right. I okay with that? And I was like, yes. So I... I went into it like never being like oh my god i hope so and so doesn't find out like right you i went into it just being like everyone's gonna know mm -hmm. cool i think that there's people who i waited to tell until i was like making a lot of money yeah. because i knew that i needed that like legitimacy <laughs> right. in order to tell mm -hmm. them like i wasn't exactly gonna call like all my three older brothers and be like hey like i'm getting laid and paid <laughs> like <laughs> i hope you're cool with that not that it matters and no, like there were people that I waited to tell until I was more like legitimate and like established. Not everybody's legitimate, but like right. legitimate in a sort of conventional established sense. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like surprised at how many people who totally changed their tune when they were like, oh, that's your tax return. Like, OK, mm -hmm. which is absolutely asinine. <laughs> yeah, and was yeah. like that was like my biggest annoyance was like, <laughs> OK, like you're only fine. Like you're happy like being related to a rich hoe, but not to a broke hoe. Like that's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> Double standard. Yeah, for sure. Um, this next one's from Adam Morgan show. Uh, what's the best part about the job you didn't expect before you got into the industry? That's a good question. What's the best part? Yeah, that you weren't good. expecting. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so like now that you're in it and you've established yourselves, what has been like the Coming most positive Coming to Canada? Surprise? Yeah, I just, yeah, just like say right that. Right now, many vids has treated us amazing oh, out of anyone really else like in the industry. Um, Maybe so. it seems like a really chill company. I'm yeah. not just I'm gonna second we're on the that. podcast. Yeah, no, no one that. treats us like this. No, I'm going to second that just too. talking about that. Like, yeah, people need to learn. Yeah, we were, we <laughs> yeah. were at dinner. Okay. Yeah, we were at dinner and we were talking about how in the industry, like, I mean, I love shooting for all the companies, but the ManyVids is the first one to ever treat us yeah. the way we need to be treated, right. you know, and, and, it's nobody's fault. It's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I hope that people who are listening will take note of that. And um, it's a good learning lesson for other people yeah. to um, not demand, but a little bit yeah. less than that in a respectful way. Just you, you know, we know what we're worth. And many of it has shown us what we're worth. So yes, yes. I love that. So would you say, would you, what, do, what would you uh, say is the biggest positive for me, surprise? For me, it was just really how awesome 
all the talent is, whether, you know, mm. not even talent, but also the crews and so forth. I mean, it is our jobs to make each other feel comfortable, but there is, there becomes a friendship outside yeah. of it, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there's a lot of gossip and there's drama and so right. forth, but if you can get past all that, you really can find some lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel that with like each of you, because <laughs> so yeah, it's so sure. easy to watch these videos and sort of not see you as a person mm-hmm. and just see yeah. this, you know, like, this in-your-face kind of sexuality, mm-hmm. but like you're each clearly so much more than that. And I think it's an amazing opportunity to be able to see like the side of everything that each of you are in your lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think if, if for those of us at CAM, uh, that's a great opportunity for us to actually show our personalities that the girl that you see, that goofy, quirky, sexy, whatever it is you look for on the videos, hopefully you can see that in CAM and it comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So true. And uh, have you watched slash turned on any Hot Girls Wanted? Is it an accurate portrayal of the industry? Uh, no. Yes, yes, I've seen it. It is absolutely not. It oh, is yeah. so far What's off. It is unbelievable. On? That is the it's worst. Don't even episode. get me started on uh, that. Yeah. It's yeah. absurd. It's exploitative. Like the way yeah. that it was, the way that it was produced was exploitative. I knew people personally. I think we all probably did. Yeah. So does it paint the industry in a negative light? Awful, right? awful. Okay. It's not okay. how it is at all. The only good episode out of that whole thing was Holly Randall and her mm-hmm. parents in that whole spot. Yeah, so, um, that I'll was agree. the only honest like. Holly's got a podcast real. now, and yeah, I'm really yeah. happy for her because mm-hmm. she's like helping, right. and I'm 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 happy she's doing it because it's taking like kind of similar to what many bits is doing here, taking girls who work in the industry and people who work in the industry and just sitting down and talking to them person to person, human to human. So it's just like it shows listeners that hey, yeah. we're all just normal. I think they were yeah. trying to do something right. more yeah. maybe for the show to make people tune in right. more. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I think that's what people uh, expect. Right, right. Yeah. And there's that people you know, want to be entertained by the negative. Yeah. But it seems at least from our conversation tonight that you're each very much in control of what you're doing and that yeah. you each know your worth. And I think that's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, on uh, the topic of startups, uh, what's the service you wish exist- existed? Wow. Wish existed in the cam girls in, this, in the industry. Did I even read that properly? Hold on, let me reread that. <laughs> on the topic of startups, what's a service you wish existed for cam girls in the industry? There we go. Sick. Okay. <laughs> like, you got this, Lena? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, was yeah. Like, I, I was like, I like jolted up. I was like, startups, you say? Um, no, so I think that the biggest thing that exists right now is that there's no one platform that does it all effectively. And in fact, they actively sort of penalize you for doing things like there was a certain company that sort of had a hissy fit about uh, when ManyVid started doing takeovers, even though it didn't really impact their profits in any meaningful way. And like, they make it more difficult for me to work with each platform. And I really resent that because they make a lot of money off of all of us. Right. And it's we- like, stop complaining and stop being annoying. Yeah. yeah. No, like the thing that <laughs> the thing that platforms fail to recognize is that their clients are not the consumers themselves, like the people purchasing videos. We're your demographic. You have to make us happy in order for us to bring you the content that you have to have. Like mm-hmm. you're more business to business than they are business to consumer. Right. And they I really wish that there was a sort of all-encompassing way that I could get all of my products out and not be sort of hindered. Yeah, I feel like as an independent artist, I mean, that's what we are. Basically, we're just independent. We work for ourselves. That's that's an ongoing issue for all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's how I mean, it's hard to see that changing anytime soon. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, this is from 2624 Vinny. And uh, he says uh, to all the girls, uh, what are uh, what part of the world has coming a lot? Camming, wow, oh my god, I'm tripping. You know, it's because I'm reading it between the mics. <laughs> like this. So, to all the girls, what part of the world has Cammy allowed you to visit that you would never have been able to if you weren't doing this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah obvious, like this, is like the easy answer. Is it yeah. your first yeah. time in Montreal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, I mean, um, I think, I think the beauty of Camming is that, like, I know girls personally who have gone overseas and just I mean I could theoretically just like have a lot going on at home I can't really leave but um you know you can theoretically like move to another country and stay there for a month and can because you make enough money where you can do that so it's flexible we're not like locked down freedom yeah I love Japan Japan. want to go there so bad yeah 
I found it. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I just came back from London a few months ago. Nice. Oh, and I would have never, ever thought about traveling. And when I got over there, it was beautiful. And I definitely want to go was back and not work. It wasn't. It was nice. July 4th That's weekend. Crazy. Right? Oh, it's absolutely great. So. Yeah, I mean, you've already been living all over the world. Like, I lived in Guatemala and webcammed, and it was amazing. I mean, for me, like, I think that one of the one of the biggest competitions, most of these comp- companies were started either in Canada or the U.S., and some of the biggest competition that we have are motivated cam girls from foreign countries who the, the cost to dollar ratio, it's the globalization. They're much more connected to a market where they can lift themselves up to a, an income bracket that wouldn't otherwise be imaginable right. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, living in Guatemala and being able to work during the day and cam during the night and like not have to worry about money. Yeah. Like I literally could not have got the environmental changes affected that we did affect without camming, actually. Wow. How much sleep do you guys get? None. None? <laughs> I have I to I don't sleep. believe that for a I second. I have to sleep too. <laughs> Yeah, Eight hours a night for sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. sleep at all anymore. Oh man, no, you need to sleep. You need to sleep to function. I look like I'm rotting. Why would you say that? Right. Great last night. Yeah. So I think like one thing that I just love about each of you is that you like you're so together. You have you're so business minded. You have figured this out. Um, I'm sure there are people listening that have probably thought about getting into this industry, whether it's porn or just camming. So what advice would you give to anyone wanting to start in this? And if you could frame it sort of as, a, as sort of like, what did you wish you knew going into it? You know, because I think that's usually the most useful information is what would you have wished to know when you first started? Um, that there are a lot of expenses that going into it, it takes a while to build up. Like you can do your first, like say six, 10 scenes even, and you're going to have expense expenses because you have to get t- mandatory SCD testing every two weeks. That's like 160. Um, but then you also have to, it's upkeep, it's maintenance. I was always yeah. a little high maintenance before this, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, 4k Botox filler. You have right. to get like, you know, I get uh, strip eyelashes, but like you have to, it's cheaper to learn how to do your makeup, but you mm-hmm. still, you pay a lot of money in makeup, just buying it over and over hair yeah. extensions. I mean, you go to the gym, you have to be tan, you have to mani-pedi, you have to um, also wardrobe. Nobody provides wardrobe. Big companies, there's a few. Otherwise, you, you're you expected to get to set and you have to have like matching bra panty sets, like a bunch of different sets. You can't wear them more than once for, for any scene. Um, shoes, different outfits. It's, it's a lot. So just know that. Yeah. Yeah, you're, I agree completely. Your first year, you're not going to make any money. I think the biggest thing that I wish that I had known was like, I came in as a married woman. Like, I came in and I do this work still as a married woman. And I think the biggest thing that I wish that I had known in the context of that was that I would spend a lot more time fighting about scheduling rather than whose penis is going in me. Right. Um, <laughs> that was like the biggest thing is like figuring out how to balance your life and your porn life because I think women especially try and do it all mm-hmm. and we are we ourselves are the ones who suffer most in our life as a result of that and I think um, enforcement of boundaries and just saying like okay I'm not going to do this I am going to do that no is a complete sentence you don't yeah. have to justify yourself to anyone about mm-hmm. what you will and won't do and I think that there's sometimes a little bit of sexual shaming that can happen if you have hard boundaries but like you have to do it. You absolutely have yeah. to do it. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, my advice for somebody that's starting is to, uh, a lot of people don't take it seriously and especially like newer girls and stuff don't, but um, you can sit here and change your name and do everything, but branding yourself and you only have one face is like, make that count and be professional and mm-hmm. don't, I mean, you can go far in it if you take it seriously. So mm-hmm. that's my advice. Um, mine would be more protection. Um, don't give out any phone number that can come back to you because there's apps out there that, um, will give your information. Um, don't, um, have your bills go to a PO box or whatever, because you're, you need to protect yourself because you're going to be found out. And if you don't have your, your address at a different location, you're just setting yourself up for trouble. 
Mm -hmm. So important. That's really important. Yeah. Actually. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, <laughs> yeah. so, so glad you brought Honestly, that up. Honestly, I think all of that information collectively is so Absolutely. incredibly valuable. For, so, for anyone doing, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. for most industries. Yeah, exactly. Any know. online stuff. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. So yeah. important. So we're winding down this <laughs> chat, um, which has been so amazing. Um, what can each of your fan bases sort of look forward to in the coming months or weeks? What do you have planned? Um, what are you up to? What are you creating? Hmm. So next week I'm shooting for, I'm shooting two scenes next week, which are lately I've been like the past year, um, I left my agency. I've been shooting on my own, which I love way more and I'm way more in control than ever. So I'm quality over quantity. So I'll shoot not as many scenes a year, but they're damn good ones. So I got one exponentially large one that I've been really looking forward to shooting for very high end, very classy, glamorous. I won't reveal it just yet, yeah, but I'm perfect. stoked on that next week. So yeah, awesome. boy, girl scene though. <laughs> for me as the market is shifting, I'm finding myself, you know, I went camming and <clears throat> I went my own content production and then I went mainstream porn and I find as the market's shifting, I like, I still get plenty of work in mainstream porn, but I'm shifting more back towards my own production now, just with the wisdom that I've had from the experience of experienced pornographers. And so I think you'll be seeing a lot more thoughtful, high high production value, but still intimate mm -hmm. videos coming from me. And um, of course, I have plenty of mainstream porn lined up throughout December and January that you'll be seeing released from uh, mm -hmm. all the top studios. Um, but I'm really, I'm really looking forward to channeling more of my efforts into many vids and uh, my own production. Cool. Uh, I am trying to get my Snapchat back on point. <laughs> so I am going to Hawaii and I'm going to have a bunch of content on there um, the 15th through the 20th. So I'm really excited to uh, And how can there. people find you on Snapchat? Mm. Um, so I have a public one and you can follow me at ValDogs1. It's V-A-L-D-O-G-G-S-1. Awesome. Um, well, com just came available in the last Yay, month. Congrats. So I'm working on all that. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm currently brokering a deal for anal to pop up in 2018. So that's kind of big. And I'm in between agents right now. I love the agent I just left, but uh, looking forward to better things. Awesome. That's cool. I totally had a question I was going to ask you guys and I completely forgot throughout the entire thing that happens all the time. I was just like listening to you guys. I'm like, oh, cool, Maybe cool. Maybe if you slept more, you might get it. with a lot of things. Um, uh, so what do you, beyond just beyond porn or, or including porn, just sort of your vision of your life for the next like little while? Like what are your where do you see yourself in the next five years, for example? I feel like you've been echoing all of the conversations we've sort of been having yeah. at this creative I, retreat. I feel really in tune with you guys. <laughs> you are Honestly, so I on our wavelength. Do you want to, like, come hang? Like, yeah, you could yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's honestly, be girlfriends. Honestly, mm -hmm. like, I really, yeah. I love each of your energies. Oh, Honestly, oh, I really oh. feel it. So. We need a fifth room. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, you're you gonna, can bunk with me. I'm so down I'm so down. Um, I think a lot of the vision for my life is just I've become honestly porn and adult work has given me access to upward mobility I wouldn't have had. And so I'm thinking about like diversifying my income streams into mainstream and like I'm going to college right now. I have like two semesters left on my computer science degree and like I'm working on all of that, not thinking about leaving porn, but thinking about broadening right. beyond porn. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to hear all of your answers, but we have to wrap up. Yeah. Um, but this is our first episode. We're going to be doing this every Wednesday night. So everyone watching and listening, tune in next week mm -hmm. as well. Right. Thank um, you all so yeah, much you. for your openness and honesty and just the loveliness. Yeah, this was great. Yeah. And um, you'll be at the after party tomorrow. Yep. Are you? Wait, will you guys? I don't know. Oh my God. Why? You have yeah. to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally it's should. Why, to why are you saying I don't know? It's so I'm a busy girl. Oh, you're a busy I have girl. to work. Okay. I have to hustle too. Yeah. Get your money, girl. Get your money. Um, but it's happening at somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. lounge in uh, the old port. I think is it. Yeah, yeah tomorrow, port, and that's yeah. open to the public. Yep. So oh you please come and party with these amazing yeah. little absolutely. God, yeah. that's so cool. So thank you everyone for listening and watching and thank yeah, you all thank again. You. You're amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank, you're amazing you. As well. yeah. thank you. We good? We good. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> <laughs> hey, we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.